This is All Told from the Washington Post. In this episode, we peer inside the life of Dr. Yetunde Patrick. She's a 35-year-old black woman who's been a dentist for nine years. Now, she runs her own practice called U Street Family Dentistry in Washington, D.C. She manages everything from patient care to the receptionists. Dr. Patrick recorded herself from May 28th through June 3rd. During this time, dentists were allowed to start performing elective procedures again. Also during this time, nationwide protests over police brutality and racial injustice spread across the country. Washington, D.C. protests featured prominently among these demonstrations. And these evolving D.C. protests were a story that interacted with and were a backdrop to Dr. Patrick's life. She lives in a neighborhood called Tacoma, D.C., with her partner Thomas Mobley and younger sister who lives in the basement. She also takes care of her eight-year-old son, Alex. Here's Yetunde in her own words. How could be Do you have your trumpet? Be something for a... No, I Stop. <laughs> I'm here, man. <laughs> Come on, get serious for class. Uh... Sit down. Sit down. Stop, Alex. <laughs> I think when you're staying home, especially during, you know, quarantine, you kind of lose track of those feelings that brought you into the field to begin with. Uh, but once you go back into the office, once I went back in, I, I remembered, OK, I really do enjoy seeing my patients. <laughs> We've always been on the front line. Hepatitis B, HIV, like these are all things that dentists definitely can get. Um, so always keeping that aware. I don't think you can kind of focus too much about it because it will definitely consume you. There's been days where I've walked in the house and I'm like, oh, did I, did I hand sanitize? And uh, I think we're definitely safe. We're even safer than pre-COVID-19, just a little bit warmer <laughs> and, and with all the PPE, yeah. So much of um, my conversation with patients today centered around the fact that our, our AC is not working. <sighs> On the hottest day, it's like 88, 90 degrees in DC. Um, our AC is not working <laughs> um, and it's really traumatic but I really appreciate the patients who despite knowing that the AC wasn't working still decided to come in and see us like they were forewarned and they're still like no I still want to come in and get it checked out um, so that's a plus going to be about nine thousand dollars which is definitely a high number um, in our worst uh, quarter of the year because um, we've been closed for the past like two months um, only open for emergencies so hopefully we can um, get the patients back in and get this fixed soon
Yatunde employs her partner, Thomas, part-time to run marketing for her practice. He also works for the National African American Museum of History and Culture as a video producer. Did you like working? I mean, it's kind of stressful working with mm, your it's partner, a stressful, right? Yeah, it's very stressful working <laughs> with your partner. Oh, my goodness. Because you got to <laughs> deal with their shenanigans. kids. But it's, it's a lot of pressure. Like, I can see you come into office with your pressure. You're like, these people are like too much sometimes. But, yeah, we trying to hold it in. But I feel the pressure, though. I feel the pressure. Definitely, definitely. It takes a lot to be an entrepreneur, though. It's, it's a... It's a murky place sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But you, I mean, you always need support. Yeah. You can't do it by yourself. You're right. On the afternoon of Friday, May 29th, D.C. protesters gathered a block away from Yatunde's dentist office. President Trump tweeted, When the looting starts, the shooting starts. Later that evening, protesters gathered outside the White House, prompting the Secret Service to lock down the building. wasn't recorded before, now it's recorded. The only thing that was recorded back in the day was that, What's that name? What's that guy's name? Rodney King. That was the start. Let's imagine, it's, it was a thousand Rodney Kings. The ways you gotta do when you deal with the police, when they stop you, know. My father always taught me. Think it should be a way that you it's a, it supposed to be a way. No matter you, what you, race you're you you saying, you were taught that there's a way to interact That's right. Because you're black. He said, person, no, it shouldn't be a way. Exactly. It shouldn't be a way. But since you're black, it is the way. It's always been like that. And race been here before you. Ain't nothing you can do about that. My father said, ain't nothing you can do about racism. Because racism been here before you. And there's nothing you can do to change it. It's going to be a thousands of years before it could be changed. Because people have prejudice. Right. That was, that was uh, I get what you're saying. Sociologically made. But I'm saying it shouldn't have to be a way that you have to be teach boys and, and men yes. how to behave in front of Most police. Most definitely. But it ain't going it's not gonna be it's not gonna be in our time. It has Hopefully to be. it is in our time. It no, is in no. Alex's time. I, I mean know. he's only eight years old. That's no, it. it been here before you racism been here. Maybe I did. So it's Saturday. Uh, oh, yes, I did. May I I did. 30th. And we're just outside uh, talking mm -hmm. with my sister and Thomas about her uh, new house that she's I'm purchasing. Well, crossing my fingers. Uh, it has a really low, you got a really low interest rate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's going to be good. time to get it now. Yeah, so it's um. So it's she's trying to break free of the basement, move out of the basement, get her There's own so much light. second house. There's so much light <laughs> in this house. It's unbelievable. There's so much light. 
Um, but it's so it's challenging though because like a lot of people have not there's just not as much inventory so my realtor and i were talking about his day he mm-hmm. was just saying like a lot of people just haven't put their stuff on the market because mm-hmm. of all the uncertainty Corona, yeah. but then the things that are on the market because of course the people still have a need so they're mm-hmm. still buying stuff it's just that it's uh, you know it's it's going a lot faster because nothing is available right um but then the few people who still want to buy at this time like myself like mm-hmm. we're trying to snatch it up so Anyway, so I hope that that goes through. But he's writing the offer today. He's going to send over the paperwork for me to sign. That being said, though, do you want to wait until more comes onto the market? Because you could be looking at crumbs and it could be a whole cake. No, no, but that's the thing, though. I thought about that. But remember, this is the same build that I saw. This was the first one that I loved. Mm. Like, I loved it initially and had already decided I wanted that Mm. house. But I'm just making, I'm just playing the mommy card. Oh, of course. With mom's passive aggressive. Oh, my God. She's so passive aggressive. Did you look at this? That's my best friend. Y'all been. She's so passive aggressive. No, you have no idea. This woman. She only never loves. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving you some. Africa. Yes, it's in Africa. Uh Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it near Nigeria? Mm -mm, No. Is that the corner? What do you mean by the corner? This corner, like this corner. (laughs) The corner. This corner. Does it have like ruins? A yes or no questions only. Yeah, does it have ruins? Oh. Oh, hmm. Yes, it does. Hmm. Do the ruins have pharaohs in them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know anything in Egypt! <laughs> okay, just put the little bunny to bed. And um, we just have one of our many talks about being a black boy in america which i don't think he quite understands um he's still very um i don't know i when i was raised in chicago on the south side of chicago every day i was very aware of my blackness um my mom is very afrocentric um very into community. There wasn't a day that I didn't realize that I was a black girl. Um, but I don't think Alex is quite the same. I don't think he, he really understands uh, the differences between him and his classmates. And hopefully, you know, the future in the future, he won't have to understand that there is a, di- a difference. Hopefully there will be real equality. On Saturday, May 30th, about a 20-minute drive from the Atunde's home, United States Park and Secret Service agents in riot gear lined up against protesters near the White House. Tear gas and flashbangs were used. It's Sunday, May 31st, um, and I'm in Washington, D.C. at home. And um, just catching up on some work. Uh, home with Thomas. Um, and I think my sister's in the basement. She might be home. But home getting ready for the week and just planning out our schedule. 
Um, one of my dental assistants who's been with me for about a year and a half just told me that she's not going to be able to come back um, next week, which is when we hope to rev up our, our schedule back to full time. Um, she currently doesn't have anyone to watch her kids. Um, most likely going to have to replace her. Um, not really used to this type of turnover at all at the office. Usually we just have to replace one person here and there, but basically I'm replacing my entire team now. Um, so going to get ready to put out an ad for a new dental assistant. Hopefully when I have more help uh, at the end of this month, it will give me a chance to kind of do more of the running the business side on my days off. So that's where we are. Trying not to let the stress get to me. <laughs> Change is good, so hopefully I can get some great team members, positive team members. Change is real good. It keeps you up on your feet. <laughs> yeah. Consistency is great too. Gyms and yoga studios are still closed in D.C. because of the pandemic. So Yatunde and Thomas have been doing workouts at home. And this really ignited yeah. the movement that we see today. Hold your core in. Bring your legs in hip width apart. Later that night, large fires were set in DC streets, just a half hour walk from Antune Day's dental office. The basement of St. John's Church was set on fire and later put out. Opportunistic robberies occurred around the city. It is 8.30 Monday, June 1st, and I arrived to the office to see that our door was broken into and it can't be repaired, which is which is fine, I mean, we can replace the door, but it's just like, it's a continuous problem this year. 2020 is just not a good year. It's like one thing after the next, over and over again. This is like too much. This is probably why I couldn't sleep last night. I probably knew something was going on at this office, but um, I'm glad that they didn't actually get inside. You know, the door is replaceable, so that's good. Um, across the street they really destroyed one of um, the businesses the eyeglass uh, shop so that's really unfortunate especially since she was already broken into two months ago and replaced all of her glass and all of her display cases just for it to happen again like two months later so I really feel for her I can't even imagine like the stress that she's having right now everyone's stress but that's a lot 
While Ye Tunde was searching for a replacement assistant, she had other new staff to train as elective appointments started. Really hard. We have a lot of external factors. We got doors, we got HVACs, we got all these things that are happening at the same time. But remembering, like, why, why are we here? We're here to help serve our patients and to provide something for them. And it's, it's not good timing, but I am glad that we're reopening because I do think some of our patients need us. And I don't think that their treatment should go on too long unattended because they will just get worse, you know? Small cavities will become bigger, their gums will be more terrible, their gum disease will deteriorate um, and become worse. So I, I'm glad that we're here. So just remembering our better, you know? What makes us different from other dental offices because patients can choose to go anywhere, right? There's a thousand dental offices in DC, but why would they, why would they choose to come here? So I think that is gonna help to strengthen us and to help us be I'm not trying to increase the number of interactions. I'm just pretty sure. Pretty sure. Like all the work we did for the IOS is kind of awesome. I just got off of a long Facebook thread from some of our dental groups in which people kind of revealed their true colors of what they really think about some of uh, their colleagues who they've been in these groups with for for years, basically telling them that this is not the appropriate space for them to talk about anything that has to do with Black Lives Matter um, or racism or politics. They don't want to hear any of that. Um, they just want to focus on dentistry. Um, whereas I don't think you can actually just focus on dentistry. You have to always know that that your patients are, are bring something to the table and they potentially could be going through things. Yetunde strongly supports Black Lives Matter. It's been hard for her to watch as opportunists who are separate from the movement have taken advantage of the protests in D.C. to break into our office and neighboring businesses. It's, fr- uh, what is it, Monday, June 1st, and we're on our way back to the office. It's 517, Operation No Voters. Just got some more interior locks, so hopefully we can slow them down if they decide to come in, but hopefully no looters into the office they're about just taking this is an opportunity everyone's not doing financially well understand there's grief of course and they're using this as an opportunity to get things that they want knowing that there's less, got different less police on the street because they're watching the protesters and everything else going on this is not about black lives matter to me not at all all right you ready so are you ready move the back door lock to the front door and move the this lock to the back let's try that plan on june 1st dc law enforcement escalated their use of force tear gas cleared a crowd of protesters in front of saint john's church for the president to have a photo opportunity where he held up a bible what happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. 
protesters were herded north and arrested just two blocks away from Yatunde's dental office. through the city, so many businesses and buildings have been vandalized. I thought it was just like on 14th Street, but it actually extends all the way down to Rhode Island and Northeast now. This city will have so much to do to rebuild. We all have signs. We have signs um, around our house, in our house, which I think is a great peaceful way of protesting. And it was nice to see on the way home in Petworth that there were little communities of people um, who had their signs or just were just there to kind of wave. And um, that was really powerful to see. It's Tuesday, June 2nd at 7 o'clock, and we're out getting some ice cream in Maryland. We broke free of the city and the protests to come out and relax a little bit because the tensions were a little bit too much today throughout. I'm going to get the mango on chili. Okay. You want it prepared with the mango fruit mm -hmm. on top? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna do half choice leche, half coconut. Oh. Yeah. And a cup or a coke? Uh, a cup. That evening, larger crowds, as many as 2,000 people, moved from the White House to the Capitol building to the Lincoln Memorial. Federal law enforcement also showed an increased presence, but for the most part, there were few clashes between protesters and police. Definitely a lot of protests still going on um, in the 14th Street area, uh, close to the office, Chinatown. Um, I'm glad to see that it's become so much more peaceful. I think people are like the same, we're in this together uh, attitude that COVID brought us. They're using that towards, I think, this Black Lives Movement, um, which is great because, you know, a lot of the people that I see marching are not African-American. Um, they're allies and a lot of them are being super peaceful um, and, they, and they have the right ideas. Um, and I think that's great to see and definitely, definitely makes me optimistic for the future. Um, but, you know, this problem uh, wasn't created overnight. You know, it goes deep, you know, back to slavery, back to the 13th Amendment. It's going to take a long time.
thanks to Yetunde for sharing her recordings that were condensed and produced by me, Bishop Sand. This episode was edited by Lillian Cunningham and Ariel Plotnick. Additional audio in this episode is from the Washington Post video team. This episode was updated on Friday, June 5th, to further clarify Yetunde's thoughts on the protests. Want to tell us about your life during the crisis? Go to WashingtonPost.com slash podcasts for more information on how to get in touch.